Welcome to the party, bung bung! We have got quite a lot of shit to discuss today. It has been quite a week in terms of, you know, news and, um, you know, uh, general fuckery. Um, I mean, I don't, I actually don't know where to start today. I actually quite honestly don't know where to start. Now, today I had, uh, lunch with a, a friend of mine, uh, and, and, uh, a bunch of his friends. Uh, he's, he lives out of state. He came back for a visit. And so we decided to catch up at as a, uh, establishment for lunch. Okay. At a pub. Okay. I won't say the name of the pub because they don't pay me to. And because I wasn't happy with what happened in this particular situation. Now, what happened was that, um, you know, I'm thinking it's a pub. It's a low key lunch. It is midday on a Saturday. Um, so I just rock up, man, wearing sweats, um, like a hoodie and sneakers. Uh, I rock up. The place is fucking empty. Okay. I'm the first one there. There is not a single person there other than staff. And this dude walks up to me. He's like, you're not going to be able to stay here in sweatpants. Um, and I looked at him and said, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just having lunch. And he said, yeah, no, you can't have sweatpants on here. I said, there's no one here to see me in sweatpants. And he said, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just the, uh, dress code. Okay. Okay. You're going to have to get your manager for me. Right. So he gets the manager and the manager comes over and he's like, ah, oh, what's the problem? I was like, my problem is that you, um, your bartender seems to think I need to go home and change my pants to have lunch. And he was like, yeah, no sweatpants. And I said, there's no one here. And he goes, yeah, yeah, no sweatpants. I was like, yeah, I understand. Like I heard you, but there's no one here. It's 12 o'clock. It's not, you know, it's not, um, eight o'clock or whatever, where it's busy. Everybody's there to like, you know, start, start party and buying drinks and it starts getting all fancy and shit. I was like, no one's here. I'm just trying to have some lunch with my friends and like, there's no trouble here. No one's even drinking. There's not, a, there's not a single man here. I don't understand. Uh, yep. Uh, well, you can't eat outside. You're going to have to go inside. I was like, Oh, just in there. And I pointed to the inside area and goes, no. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? Where? And he goes, you have to go to the sports bar. Okay. I don't want any trouble despite the amount of, uh, uh, you know, the amount of back, back talk that I, uh, initiated. I don't want no trouble. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Tell the guys, we go to the sports bar area. And while we're in there, um, it's the NBA's on. Um, and during, during that they're, they're playing, uh, like top 50 R and B songs of all time. And Empire State of Mind starts playing. And I said, I thought this was the R&B top 50. And they said, the guys were all just like, oh, we, what would you call this? And I was like, hip hop? It's Jay-Z rapping. He's not like serenading any hoes or anything. And, and they're like, oh, no, but you know, it's got Alicia Keys. Ah, uh, word? So now Alicia Keys is just... Now the feature artist changes the whole genre of the music. Listen, okay. What if I make a trap song right now and get Sean Paul on the fucking hook? What, what then? It's reggae? No, motherfucker. The, the featuring artist doesn't change the fucking, um, genre of the song. It was clearly a mistake or an absolute virgin making this list. And I will not stand for it. R&B is supposed to be R&B. You're supposed to be listening to like R. Kelly and like Jagged Edge. Um, you know, Craig David. Uh, uh, hmm. Who else would you classify R&B, man? Like, 
who do they have on there today? Paula Abdul. Janet Jackson. You feel me? Rhythm and blues. Rhythm and blues. Empire State of Man- Empire State of Mind? I fucking think so. I don't think so. That yeah, that fucked with me for a minute there. Yeah, man. Anyway. Uh, Tiger, the rapper, ex of one of those Kardashian bitches. I don't even know which uh, girl he was with. I'm pretty sure they have a child together. Uh, That is unsourced. I don't, yeah, I don't know how, whether, I don't know. But um, allegedly, Tiger owes the IRS... Uh, approximately $1 million in unpaid taxes. He has been owing taxes from 2011 to 2016. He hasn't paid a dime. Why? Okay. How come if I did that, I would be locked up and I would be owing much less, but this cat can just walk around outside and shit, you know? I don't, I don't get that. This motherfucker's talking about Rack City. (laughs) Tax City, bitch. Tax City, Tiger. Play, play that song. Girl, you know what it is. Tax City, bitch. Tax tax City, bitch. Tax City, bitch. Tax Tax City, bitch. Pay your fucking taxes, Tiger. Uh, That is all. That's about all I've got to say on this one. But... Make sure you take care of your finances. You need to diversify your bonds, nigga. As the great RZA said on Dave Chappelle's show. There it is. The classic Dave Chappelle shout out on time and uh, on schedule as usual. You need to diversify your bonds, nigga. Uh, Moving on. Chloe and Tristan Kardashian. Yes. See how I gave... Um, him, her last name, because he uh, deserves it. Let's put it that way. Chloe and Tristan Kardashian. We're going to have to call Tristan Kristen soon. It'll be Chloe and Kristen Kardashian are back together. They've been spotted out having lunch with friends, giggling and carrying on. Um, who knows? Maybe the whole cheating scandal was just another grab for media attention. We know how that family do. Um, that's enough. That's enough uh, on on them. Here's, here's something that uh, Money Making uh, Mitch sent over my way. Not something that I'd usually be uh, uh, around any sort of publications that would that would um uh post this but turns out we have listeners that are interested in this so we'll go ahead and um you know broadcast it um the the former guitar guitar should i start again i will the former guitarist from the band the used uh justin shikoski i think shikoski Shikoski, Shikoski, it's Shikoski or Shikoski, um, has threatened to hang himself at one of the, uh, the band's shows after being fired from the band over creative differences. Uh, son, don't you think that is just a tad dramatic? There's other bands. You can go solo. Oh, maybe you don't have the voice though. You can just play. I still think it's dramatic, B. How are you going to... Bruh, listen. Listen. The band has a restraining order on the kid. So how are you getting in there anyway, Duke? You're fired. 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 He said it is that hanging himself at one of their shows is the only way to get justice. He, and I quote, 
He said, those fucks ruined my life and stole all of my creative work. Now, now, are these cats ripping his songs now? Biting his, his creativity? Because that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. Um, those fucks. I like how he worded that. Those fucks. That's... I would say some shit like that. But here, here is um, the the issue here um, is mental health. I don't know if he's just saying this shit to get a rise out of the band. But if he is suicidal and all this, you know, talk to somebody, Duke. Um, hold your head. Uh, now, Kanye West has fucking lost it for real. Um... Where do I, where do I fucking start here? Well, okay. He, he said all this shit. First of all, we talked about this last week, um, on the house bees episode. I think it was episode 38 of, uh, welcome to the potty. Um, Oh, we've done it again. We have done it again. I'm going to go the belated intro to welcome to the potty. This is the big boss man, AKA, uh, Claytron, AKA the PhD of podcasting, AKA, the clumsy jeweler because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman because I always deliver. And this is my podcast. Welcome to the party. Please listen to it. Um, uh, the man, the co-host, co-host of the year, uh, co-host with the mohost, um, international heme, is set to return uh, next next week. So this time next week, you'll be listening to my voice and the voice of International Heme. He's, uh, he's done in the playoffs. He didn't win the championship, but let me tell you, he was getting that action. He was, he was repping the boys proudly. Welcome to the potty. Getting that shit tatted. Got to. What? Um... So after all this make America great again shit, Kanye putting the hat on and um, whatever else, all these tweets about I love Trump and, you know, Trump, Trump tweeting back that he loves him and all this fucking zesty shit. Um, Daz Dillinger of the Dog Pound, Daz Corrupt and Snoop Dogg, you understand? Um, hit him with a little clip there, uh, Money Making Mitch. Yes, so Daz is a known crip of of the gang, the gang, the Crips. You understand? So he has said like to all my Crips, like keep an eye out for Kanye West, beat his ass if you see him or whatever. Um, and so yeah, that I mean it is what it is. Like that's that's pretty. That speaks for itself. Daz is not having this shit. And we shouldn't really be having this shit neither. So, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, Kanye has responded to that and said that he's, he's not scared of his brothers in the Crips. He was like, he was saying that, um, the headline said that there was a hit out on him and then he read it and it just said that they were going to beat him up when they saw him. He was like, oh, that means they love me. That's like your brothers beat you up when like they want to pull you into line or whatever. And he can spin anything into gold, right? He'll turn shit into chocolate and he'll, you know, I don't know what this guy's thinking, but like, this is the least of my worries right now. Go ahead and think that these guys love you. That is fine. That is fine. But then in the same interview, this is on TMZ. He's talking about, um, all of, all of this, this Trump loving stuff and, uh, freedom of thought or, or some shit. And he wound up, he wound up, I think he was trying to say that we're, that black people are still enslaved to the democratic party, which by that, he means that like, we're meant, we're meant to, you know, vote Democrat and think the way Democrat thinks. So we're slaves to group think in a political sense. Okay. That is what he meant to say. Actually, I won't put words in his mouth. I think, I think that's what he meant to say. Okay. And then 
in Kanye's typical fashion, he didn't articulate himself well and he just goes, he goes like four, 400 years of slavery, 400 years, that's a choice. Um, there's been an uproar, you know, uh, different celebrities and shit coming out to say their thing. And, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't appreciate those comments. Um, I think it, it hurt the culture. I think it set the culture back, especially in the situation that we're in now with Trump and the, I mean, I don't want to say hate speech, but the guy has clearly made it clear that, um, well, that was redundant. Sorry. Um, he has, Trump has made it clear that he, you know, he's not, he's not a fan of our people. And he keeps saying he's doing good things for us. And hey, the statistics say that he is, and that's fine. And I respect that. I do respect that. But when neo-Nazis come out and um, do all these rallies and start hurting hurting people of color, and Trump says, hey, you gotta, you got to look at both sides here. Uh, you've got no empathy for, for who we are and, and what we've been through. And for Kanye to back a man like that... Um, when we're going through this much racial racial tension um, in our society, in in the U.S. in particular, uh, I think it's irresponsible, especially with the platform that he has. I don't know if he's searching for a new wave of followers um, with his albums coming out, uh, but I yeah, I thought that was very ir- irresponsible for a nigga who is so free, especially financially preaching free thought I thought that these comments I didn't think that these comments were f- f- were free thought um I thought that they were a rejection of freedom and and facts the way we we got liberated at um at a point um if slavery was a choice you don't think that why do you think that we jumped at at liberation it's that's so backwards to me. Um, so that that is you saying that rejects that freedom and it rejects free thought. No, yeah, it rejects facts. It rejects straight up facts. It doesn't make sense to say any of these things. Nigga, you're still a slave to social media, to attention, to consumerism. It fucking... It shows in, 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 in what you've married into, the circus that you've married into. And this shit breaks my heart to, for someone that I know a lot of uh, young black kids used to look up to. I was one of them. College dropout. That shit, that shit was powerful. And you've gone, you've taken this shit to a whole new level. And it's, it breaks my heart, man. Um, because we are still experiencing systematic racism and it's it is it is a byproduct of being less than and that well of being perceived as less than which is a consequence a direct consequence of slavery so nigger to be whitewashing slavery is unacceptable to me No one chose that. No one was content. No one was... You think that they were sleeping in like good conditions? Eating well? Maybe the house niggas? What about the field niggas? Like, what are you... What are you talking about? No no one was content. And the house niggas knew that their souls was gone. They were the first sellouts. They were the Uncle Tom's. You know what? You think no one resisted? There's facts. There's picture evidence of what what it looks like when when people resisted. It looks like rape. It looks like backs with scars piled on top of scars from being whipped as punishment for resistance. It looks like it looks like being lynched. That's what it looks like. There is proof. People got broken for trying to 
trying to leave that situation. And to say that it was a choice, that's 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 disrespectful to our ancestors and and to people who still struggle as a result of what happened 200 years ago, of what ended 200 years ago. Just because we're fortunate enough not to have whips and chains. Matter of fact, if, if you're not a slave now, get rid of your whips and chains, your cars and your fucking necklaces. Get rid of them. You won't because you are still a slave. You're a slave to the media, to attention, to consumerism. Like I fucking said, it, it fucking set our people back all this shit that you, you talk. You're, you're on another planet. You're wealthy. You're in, you're living in this fucking media circus with these Kardashian broads. Put your boots on the ground with the rest of us. Your words are damaging. Because if we believe them as a culture, as a society, as a race, we put ourselves at risk of further oppression by the current powers that be, your friend Donald Trump, allowing allowing this systematic racism to continue, to, to allow the, the equality, the... I don't know, man. I'm fucking, I don't know. This shit really hurt me listening to this because this was like the fucking Michael Jordan Hall of Fame speech. I used to love Michael Jordan. He just was a complete asshole. And this is what you're doing. I I sincerely hope it's not, um, it's not a move to get, um, for your rollout for your albums coming out next month. I sincerely hope that. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, man, because yeah, if if Caucasians then listen, believe your words, they don't, they end up not respecting what, what we have gone through and what we still do go through. And then they don't respect our intolerance of racism. Look at Colin Kaepernick. He he's he's like I'm not having this shit anymore. He took a knee. And he, look at him now. He can't get a fucking job in the um. NFL. What kind of shit is that? Because he stood up. He stood up. He's going to go down in history. He's going to... No bullshit. He's going to go down with Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King. He's going to go down in history with them for taking a stand, for having a voice. He had a platform and you've got a platform and you're using it irresponsibly and it, it fucking breaks my heart, man. And I, 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 I'm moving on. I'm moving on because... Um, I feel, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable. I feel you make me feel uncomfortable and nervous for the confidence that you're going to give the, the racists out there and the people that do consider us as less than imagine people, imagine people who don't consider us to be on the same level as human, as a human being believing that it was our choice to be slaves. They already think we're lazy. It's a stereotype. It's a fucking stereotype of black people to be lazy. Collecting welfare checks and food stamps. And you and, and now you want to say that slavery was a choice and empower these fucks that, that continue to try to keep us down. It's fucking heartbreaking, man. Like I watched you go on and on and on and I just, I fucking almost shed a tear. No bullshit. It fucking hurts me to watch that kind of shit, to watch somebody with so much influence allow, allow this. It's just not a fact. It's not a fact that, that slavery was a choice or that slavery was cruising, man. 
It's fucking fake news. Like your man said. Fake let's news. go. Let's move on. There's new music. There is new fucking music. It's out and and more coming. Money making Mitch. Matter of fact, I'm just going to list off some new music and you just fucking, you just put some clips in there. Royce the 5'9 came out with his album, Book of Ryan. Oh my fucking God. I've been waiting for this shit. Um, one of the most underrated rappers of all time. I don't fucking understand why. Number one shit with your number one. You ain't number one, just another one. Now everybody saying that the number one. Ring the alarm. The caterpillar keeps firing. Oh, we in the war. Where butterflies keep dying. Ah. I'm a product of Parker Lewis and Kubiak If I didn't do this, where in the fuck would you be at? See, there's a difference between us What I spit hit arenas You would drip from my penis I eat lions and sip hyenas You number one when it come to slaughtered mics I'm trying to be number one in my son and daughter life uh, all you This dude has rapper, bars of death Man, he spits that hot fire Tell him, Dylan. Who are the five best rappers of all time? Think about it Dylan, 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 and Dylan, because I spit hot fire. Um, and Styles P came out with G Host. Um, for those that don't know Styles P, he is like he was one of the illest dudes like in the nineties. <clears throat> Man, I'm still sick. Apologize. Um, uh, and he's, he's still got it, man. Us, got cuffed. Why you think I'm frontin' in a drop truck? Grindin' the work real hard. Wasn't potluck. Lot of work in the pot. Couple niggas was shot up. The glorifying times of the horrifying crimes. But the more I see the sore shit, the more than I'm inclined. To let the real niggas know it's all listen, listen to all that. Um, download, stream, go to buy some merch or something these guys don't make any money from their actual music anymore so buy some merch go go see them in concert if you're in their areas just check them out and um support support musicians the best way you can man stream their shit on fucking repeat you'll probably make them about 19 cents um uh money making mitch how about how about you take us to the news So the NRA has banned guns at this convention to protect Mike Pence. Now this, this shit here, this is the NRA who's done this. The NRA, first of all, this is a, this is an oxymoron right here. The NRA has banned guns, is an oxymoron, to protect Mike Pence at this upcoming election. So no guns at this Oh, sorry, not election convention. No guns at this convention. Okay. Now, now let's look back at uh, the school shooting in Florida, which sparked so much debate on gun control. You want to put more guns in schools to protect the students, right? But you want to take guns away from this convention to protect Mike Pence. What kind of fucking sense does that make? You know, my making Mitch play, um, play that fucking listen to this fuck shit theme song in hindsight. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. That's it. That is listen to this fuck shit in hindsight because because that no 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 no. No, that doesn't make sense. More guns in schools to protect the kids, less guns at this convention to, to protect Mike Pence. You've all lost your motherfucking minds. All of you. I don't understand what's happening. No one does. How about just be honest with yourselves and, un and understand that guns are dangerous and only, only, you know, the military and police should probably have them. 
I understand the whole, like, if there's a revolution or whatever, but I just don't think that if we can't agree on anything ever, there's never going to be a revolution. You understand? No one can control all of, all of you. Not even control. No one can get you to agree on enough to, to organize a fucking revolution. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense, man. Anyway, Hawaii's Kilauea, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm going to call it Kilauea, uh, volcano, volcano, my tongue seems fatigued or something. Don't get any ideas, motherfuckers. I just know that I've been fumbling my words this morning. Let me try this again. Hawaii's Kilauea volcano released lava into a residential area after days of earthquakes. And the the county has ordered evacuations. Now, let's rewind like a few months or something to, to when there was a... What was it? It was like a, a test. They tested out the thing... Um, the warning text message service. So they sent a text message to the whole country. I mean, the whole state of Hawaii saying there was like a nuclear threat or something, but they didn't tell them it was a test. So the whole fucking state shut down. Everyone like, you know, evacuated or went into bunkers or whatever the fuck they did. So hopefully with this earthquake, there wasn't a fucking boy who cried wolf situation. Because you need to get your technology right to make sure people is safe. You know? Apple hit a record high. Record high again. After Warren Buffett increased his invest his investment. Warren Buffett bought an additional 75 million shares this quarter of Apple. Now I don't know if you guys check the fucking share market, but Apple's doing pretty fucking well and their shares are not cheap. And he bought 75 million of them shits. Do you know what this would have cost? With the fluctuations, with the fluctuations of, you know, cost of shares over the first quarter, you can equate 75 million shares to between 11 and 14 billion dollars. What? Bro. This the stock market is essentially a fucking casino and this can't just put let's say 12 billion on the table. What? Did you know when I go to the casino and I charge $10 on red and I lose, I fucking hate myself? for the next seven days. You put 12 billion on the table, bro. I mean, it's Apple, so you can't really go wrong. But you know what? Somebody from Apple tomorrow could just like, (laughs) like slap a baby, you know? (laughs) And their stocks would just go down and Warren would just be 14 billion in the hole. Holy Hannah, bruh, someone at Apple could just come out and just be like, I love Trump too, Kanye for president. What? What? 14 Billy down the tubes. Everyone be like, ah, yeah, I'm a Samsung guy now. By the way, Adidas, Adidas is stood by Kanye through all this. So you know how Adidas was catching up to Nike and Under Armour and all this? Ugh, I uh, I wouldn't be investing in Adidas. Put it that way. Um, we got some quick sport here, money making Mitch. If you don't mind. week Ben Simmons in game two of round two of the playoffs versus Celtics had his 
probably, likely, the worst game of his career. He had one point, it was like 0 for 4 from field goal, had five turnovers, and now they're 0-2 versus Celtics. Um, you know, I don't think it's a big deal. He had a shitty game, everybody has him, and he's been killing all season. So, I would just, um, I'd just charge that to the game. Uh, Allen Iverson called him uh, later that night to encourage him, which I thought was nice. AI is a goddamn legend. Um, but man, hold your head, Duke. Um, Co-rook of the year, still, obviously. One game don't, don't change shit. But 2-0 behind is a hard spot to be in. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember what I said on um, the critical episode featuring Calvin Fresh, but I'm pretty sure I said Celtics in that series. Um, I think I said Celtics in seven, maybe. So it might, it might, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It might end a little sooner than that. Drake has been warned by the NBA, by the way, not just me. I know I had a little snap at Drake the other night. Drake is a bitch, but um, yeah, he's been warned by the NBA about his sideline antics. I've seen you, Drake. I've seen you. Yeah, you got a little, you got a little thicker. No, Bruno, you got, you got a bit swole. You went to the gym a little bit. Uh, you're still a bitch. And um, I don't think you should be talking to these grown men, especially Kendrick Perkins. You don't want no smoke with Kendrick. He's about that life. He don't give a fuck about this music shit. He's not a groupie like you know, uh, you know, you know, OBJ. You know, um, Kevin Hart, they seem like groupies to me. They maybe, you know, they respect their peers and all this, but peers is in celebrities, not as in fucking sportsmen or comedians or whatever, whatever. Drake, you're a bitch and, uh, shut your fucking mouth. Cause Kendrick will put you through the floor. No bullshit. Kendrick is about that life. I wouldn't be talking to him like that. I wouldn't be talking to him like that. He's he's a hothead too. He'll he'll catch you outside. How about that? Um and by the way, uh it might have even been that game. It might have even been that same game. No, it wasn't that same game, but LeBron James fucking killed. Um he I don't even remember what his stat line was. He had 43 points. That's all I know. Uh, 14 assists, maybe, which is, which was a, st- a statistic um, where they said, what did they say? I think they said the mo- it was the most assists ever in a 40-point playoff game. I hate how, speci- how specific statistics get sometimes. You know, like, this is the best performance in a... a- Game 52 of the regular season when the when it's been 56 degrees outside uh, with over 6,000 people in attendance at the game. Like, what do you... Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Okay? Some of these statistics have got to go. This isn't baseball, man. There's shit going on constantly. You don't need to be making shit up just to, just to keep talking. The shit fucking going. The shit, it keeps moving. This game is a quick game. Baseball slow as fuck. So people start saying, Oh, here comes Jose Canseco to the plate. His father uh, was, he was a major league fucking cryptologist in in the, I don't fucking know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I never do. I know things. I just don't know about things. I'm the PhD of podcasts and this is what I do. Okay, now here we go, here we go. Now we're in the fucking swing of things. It was a bit bleak at the start of this episode, but we're here now, we're talking big shit. Cut the crap with the bullshit stats. Man, might have to send those bars to somebody. Whew. Anyway, little update here on the uh, on round two of the playoffs. Um, I know we gave you our, uh, our critical episode the other day, but 
Um, just a little update since then is uh, Warriors are 2-0 over the Pelicans. Rockets, Jazz are one apiece. Cavaliers, Raptors. Cavaliers are up 2-0 to the Raptors. And Boston, Philly. Boston is beating Philly 2-0. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, it's looking pretty... I don't know. This is a weird second round of the playoffs. These three two zeros. The Rockets Jazz is the most exciting shit happening right now. So everybody tune in to the Rockets Jazz if you got any type of uh, subscriptions or, or whatever it is you got to have to watch this shit. Fucking Foxtel or Star or whatever they fucking call that shit. Um, and as we all know, I've been sick. I've been sick this week. Savage savage chest infection um but but uh it's allowed me to watch several movies and i do have another clay's review comedy action or horror will this movie win an oscar set design directing acting lighting or costumes this segment is clay's reviews okay so me and housemate Dan watched this movie on Netflix starring Jared Leto, The Outsider. It is about Jared Leto being a white man, which he is, um, uh, joining the Yakuza. Okay. There was a lot of fucking backlash before this movie come out. Talking about, oh, you're going to put Jared Leto in a Yakuza movie? Oh, this is fucking all this shit about race and all this. Hey, he wasn't playing a Japanese person. He was playing a white person and everybody else in the fucking movie was Japanese. So all the Japanese people got a fucking gig, okay? It was the white people missing out on gigs in this movie. So shut the fuck up, okay? He he took a part of white person. He didn't take, he didn't steal any parts from Japanese people. Everybody calm the fuck down, okay? Let me fucking nip that in the bud real quick before we all start crying. Now, Jared Leto, I like him as an actor, but I, since Dallas Buyers Club, didn't realize, like, he looked like a female in Dallas Buyers Club, but um, he was, obviously, he was trans. Don't everybody fucking calm down. He, he was trans, but he looked like a female. He was skinny as fuck and he, I think his natural body type is slender as fuck anyway. You should have seen Duke in this movie. Bro, he was the, okay, let's not get all too stereotypical, politically correct, you bitches. He, he, he was, he was the same size, if not smaller than all of the Asians, all of the Japanese in this movie. Japanese are typically a smaller people and he was their size if not smaller definitely more slender and he's got a lady face and I didn't realize this how much he looked like a lady I'm glad he got a haircut because when he had long hair he looked a bit too pretty he looked a bit too pretty and I was like oh who's the ah you know oh hey baby what's ah you know I ran into him at the bookstore one day and I was like, hey, what are you reading there? Uh, what's your number? Ah! You know, he looked good. No, Bruno, all Bruno. I don't know. Motherfucker's pretty. He's pretty fucking confusing to look at. Anyway, <laughs> the costume design, set design, makeup, visual effects in this movie were so dope. I, I could not fucking look away. Well, actually the viewing experience was ruined by something, not anything to do with the music, the movie, the movie. Housemate Dan got 5,000 fucking phone calls during it. I got 5,000 fucking phone calls. The movie goes, it ran about two hours. It took us about four hours to watch the shit. And, um, yeah, man, but I fucking, I rated it. I rated it highly. And judging by the reviews that I've read, I've got an unpopular opinion of this shit. But 
I will not be swayed by other people's opinions because this is subjective. Remember, it's a review from one individual, the big boss man. This is Clay's reviews. Clay's reviews. It ain't your reviews. Okay? It's Clay's reviews. I give this movie, and I'm not backing down, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. I couldn't look away when we were off the goddamn phone. I was loving it. I was compelled. Here's the thing. The way it was written. Yeah. Yeah. The way it was written, man. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah. There could have been. There could have been some. Some more detail. Some more character development. The man. Clay. Clay. Slow down. How did he even fucking get in the Yakuza as a white man? Well, he saved the life of one of the. One of the. Family members. One of the. Shitsetsu. Nah, I don't remember the name of the family. But, you know, he was in jail for something that you don't get told why he was in there for. Um, and he saved the life of one of the family members while he was in jail. Um, and the guy, like, was indebted to him, sort of, and invited him into the family. And Jared Leto was down for the fuck cause, man. He was a badass. I'm telling you, you got to see this shit. See it. Eight out of ten. Let me tell you this. The old boss man doesn't throw eight out of tens around willy nilly. Okay. So fucking take that shit and think, think about it and then watch it and be like, oh, Clay, what, what about the story? And just say, hold on. The story's still okay. If you've ever watched a Yakuza movie before, it's pretty much the fucking same shit, except there's a white person in it. And, um, that's, that's fine. It's still a bit different. It glorifies um, that mob life a little bit, but what fucking mob movie doesn't? So fucking can't be fine with that shit too. Bro, it's all good to me. It could have been written better, but the way it was directed, it was fucking edited. The fucking, like I said, the color, man. Makeup, set design, costume, bro. Fucking see that shit. Fucking see it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, Moneymaker Mitch, let's finish this bitch off with uh, a bit of poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Texas, Texas, Texas. I honestly, Moneymaker Mitch uh, forwarded this shit through to me and I fucking called him, okay? Because I was mad at him. I was like, you need to pay the fuck attention, attention, Moneymaker, because... This story we did like a week ago. And he's like, no, no, no. Clay, calm the fuck down. Because this, this is a new story. And I was like, hold on. This ain't the same lady. This ain't the same lady that put her kid in the car and lit the car on fire and said, you need Jesus. You've got, you're going to see Jesus or whatever fuck that shit was. He's like, no, no, read further. Listen, Texas Texas has been blowing up poor posh of the week. I don't know what it is with Texas, but an 18 year old mother was arrested for, for setting an intentional fire at her home while her infant child was inside. See how similar that is to what I had already seen. So I got mad at, at, at triple M and he's like, B, this is a different fucking story. Listen, um, I don't remember what this lady's... Hey, Moneymaker, you know her, her name? What? No. Okay. Her name is Israel Reyes. Israel Reyes. That's... Uh, her name is Israel. Do I comment on that or do I... Do I, do I be careful for once? I'll be careful. Uh, Israel, you're getting, you're getting plugged with some homemade dillies for what you've done. Um, you're, you will be, you will be sent away. And Moneymaker is just telling me right now that she allegedly sent pictures of the fire to her boyfriend as it grew, as the fire grew. Um... You're getting that homemade dilly action. You're getting whatever you deserve. Um, you're 18. 
You're getting tried as an adult, hopefully, unless there's a no good judge in our midst. We might have to follow this one up, money making Mitch, or whoever the listener was that sent that shit through. Um, but uh, yeah, Israel, you're gonna get that good, good loving from from a lady named uh, Cheryl Stickem. Stick them right up you. Stick them, stick them them homemade dillies up your, your whatever, your pooper, your box. Who knows? Whatever, whatever Cheryl wants to do to you, Israel, is what you're going to get. Money Maker Mitch has got the picture up of her and it's just looking me in the face and she looks nervous. <laughs> she looks nervous because she's going to get that, ho- she's going to get that gas lift homemade dilly action when she's sitting in the pen on that concrete floor you understand all right that's it from me um i apologize for the i don't know the negative start of this episode but i'm very passionate about that and i don't agree with uh that at all it yeah it it was upsetting to me so um hey man thanks for coming to welcome to the party uh, we've got a good, good guest next week. Uh, make sure you pay the fuck attention, man, because, um, he's, he's very humble. Um, and by the way, these emails coming in about, you need some more lady guests. I am approaching people every day. Some people busy. We're working out schedules. I've got a couple, um, coming up. So don't worry. Don't worry, uh, it's not men only around here, although sometimes it seems like a misogynistic podcast. We don't discriminate. We love women around here. Rachel's been on the podcast. She's got a bit of that podcast action. She's seen what we do in the Stewie, all right? This is the PhD of podcast and signing off. I wish you all a very fucking happy weekend. Lots of fun. Um, hey, stay in school. Don't do drugs and uh, bang bang.